Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Friday edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Friday, December 7th. 2018. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on Kevin Hart, Cardi B, Lindsay Lohan, Ice Cube, Heather Locklear, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who had to be independent and take initiative. And that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to HereToListen.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. Friday edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know when we come on, when we broadcast live, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I'm about to come on. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, the call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1, that's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain 1. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. Stiletto, like the high heel shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram. Just go to T. Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny, cold 39 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I want to give a shout-out to everyone that's currently listening to the show via your computer or on the phone. Thank you again for joining me here on this special Friday edition of That's Entertainment. Also, uh, if you uh, want to know more about the show, uh, we broadcast usually broadcast every Wednesday afternoon between 1 to 2 p.m. Uh, standard time. So uh, usually we always broadcast at that time, but today is a special Friday edition. Um, also, um, how is everyone doing? It's Friday. The weekend's about to start. Uh, lots of going on this week. Uh, we just uh, witnessed the funeral of our former president, uh, George H.W. Bush. He was laid to rest uh, this afternoon. They had a, a freight train. They finally sent his uh, coffin on their special freight train heading towards Texas. They had the special number, 4141, because he was our 41st president of the United States. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the funeral on uh, Wednesday. Uh, it was a very awkward moment, to say the least, because, you know, all the former president, presidents were sitting up front. You saw uh, former President Jimmy Carter, uh, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, President Clinton, and, uh, of course, uh, number 44, former President uh, President Obama and former First Lady Michelle Obama. They were, you know, kicking, laughing and talking until 
you know who showed up. Uh, Trump and Melania, when they came in, everybody was all quiet. It was very awkward, you know. It was, a, it was very awkward as hell, you know. And then um, Bush finally came. George W. Bush came in, shook everybody's hand, and uh, everybody was talking about how uh, George W. Bush had slipped uh, former First Lady Michelle Obama a piece of candy. But uh, it was very moving, and uh, it was a big turnout. And, uh, you know, he was our 41st president. He had done a lot um, while he was president, and uh, a lot of people came all over the world, uh, prime minister, German prime minister, German prime minister, she was there. Uh, the Canadian prime minister was there. So it was very moving and uh, lots of kind words. And uh, the prime minister of Canada, he was, <laughs> I don't know if he was trying to, he had a lot of things. He lists a lot of uh, President Bush uh, compliments while he was president and mentioned that he was a true leader. He did, wasn't divisive. He did a lot of things as far as his accomplishment, as far as the Clean Air Act and the, the togetherness with our our country and Canada. So um, it was a very moving funeral. Um, award season is coming up. I'll be talking about uh, the different award shows that's coming up, the Golden Globe, the Oscars. Uh, we also got a, a bad storm coming out uh, in the south. There's a bad winter storm coming. Also this week, uh, speaking of award season, you know, Kevin Hart uh, was uh, picked to be the host of the Oscars, but that changed within, what, uh, 48 hours because now he has he is no longer going to be the host and I'll tell you the reason why also this week we're going to be talking about uh, Cardi B and Offset uh, they have call it quits I'll tell you what happened also uh, Ice Cube is going to be bringing back a classic show from the MTV studio he's bringing back Celebrity Deathmatch I'll tell you more about it. Also, uh, Heather Locklear is uh, continuing her mental illness treatment. You know, we hadn't spoke about her in a while. You know, she was uh, apparently, she went through an emotional breakdown, and her family is obviously worried about her. Uh, She is, last month she was uh, supposed to be, uh, once again, to be put in some, like, involuntary 72-hour psychiatric hold, but we'll tell you the latest about her condition. And um, without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Uh, let's hit it. All right. Well, the 2019 Academy of Wars has just lost its host. Just two days after Kevin Hart was announced to host the February 24th ceremony, the comedian had made the decision to pull out from the upcoming ceremony amid backlash over his old homophobic jokes. The comedian announced his exit on Twitter or yesterday, December the 6th, He said, quote, I had made the choice to step down from hosting this year's Oscars. This is because I do not want to be be a distraction on a night that should be celebrated by so many amazing, talented artists. He also apologized to those who that were hurt by his offensive jokes, saying he uh, sincerely apologized to the LGBTQ community for his insensitive words from his past. He said that he's sorry that he hurt people and that he wants to involve and he wants to continue to do so. He said, quote, my goal is to bring people together, not tear us apart. Much love and appreciation to the Academy. I hope we can meet again, unquote. Hart's decision to remove himself from the event comes less than an hour after he said in an Instagram video that the Academy gave him an ultimatum, ultimatum to apologize, otherwise he would be removed as the host of the upcoming Oscars. The ride-along star said he chose to pass on the apology. He shared he just got a call from the Academy and that Paul basically said, Kevin, apologize for your tweets of old, or we're going to have to move on and find another host. And he chose to pass on the apology. 
Uh, in another video he posted earlier on Thursday, he insisted he was a changed man years after he made those homophobic jokes. He also said, quote, that uh, he's almost 40 years old. If you don't believe that people change, grow, evolve as they get older, I don't know what to tell you. If you want to hold people in a position where they always have to justify or explain their past, then I'm the wrong guy. Unquote. The Academy has not released a statement regarding Hart's exit, nor announcing his replacement. Uh, this also stemmed not just for the homophobic comments he made at least, what, about nine years ago. There was also uh, the incident where during that uh, year he had did his stand-up routine and he also talked about his ex-wife and the domestic violence between him and his first wife, and uh, and then with the the statement about that he doesn't want his son to grow up to be a gay man. If he becomes gay, he he said he might just you know kill himself. And those were the comments that people found offensive. And the academy said, you know, listen, you got to apologize, or we're going to have to go another route. So he figured that if you know, I already apologized for this. This is nine, ten years old, and I apologize over and over, and why should I continue to apologize? So he said, you know what, I'm just going to just take myself away from the equation and, uh, you know, just tell them, you know, thank you for the opportunity, but I'm going to move past. So, and a lot of people are, uh, a lot of people are upset. Uh, fans of Kevin Hart were looking forward. I'm pretty sure uh, people who don't care too much about the Oscars were really looking forward to it, especially his fans. And then there were people that were saying, you know, the Oscars, the Academy were being hypocrites because they all supposed to be all for the Me Too movement, and you know, they're so supposed to be be up on making it right when it comes to social issues. So for you to put this homophobic comedian who's also uh, confessed to uh, domestic violence, how can you do this? So, but, uh, you know, for Kevin Hart, you know, this is just one bump in the road. You know, Kevin Hart has his own production company. He's making movies under his production company, and he's got all kind of projects. So this really is not going to hurt him, so to speak. So he just decided to move on. Uh, it's over. Cardi B said in an Instagram video on Tuesday, December 4th, that she and husband Offset has called it quits after just one year of marriage. The Migo rapper, who's 26, who shares a four-month-old daughter named Culture with Cardi, seemingly confirmed the breakup, commenting on her post with Y'all Want. The split comes three days after Offset raved to Us Weekly about his wife's skills as a new mom and talked about spending Christmas with her. The couple secretly tied the knot in September 2017 and weathered cheating after allegations earlier this year after videos surfaced online that appeared to show Offset in bed with other women. Cardi B was vocal about the rumors and defended the decision to stay with him, saying, quote, I wanted to work out my work out the situation with my man and don't want to I don't got to explain why. Uh, this was she told Cosmopolitan in April. She said, I'm not your property. This is my life, unquote. And just hours after Cardi B announced she and Offset split, the Migos member alleged mistress tearfully apologized to the money rapper because she feels ashamed. Summer Bunny claimed to TMZ through tears on Wednesday, December 5th, that she was messing around with Offset since he had his baby. She didn't know how serious his marriage was, so now she feels ashamed. Bunny added that she hasn't spoken to Cardi since hearing about the breakup, but she wants her to know she's a, a very genuine person and didn't mean any harm. And taking ownership, Cardi B narrowly avoided arrest when she showed up to a court appearance stemming from a misdemeanor charge filed against her in October. The rapper was spotted at a courthouse here in New York City uh, this morning, actually, for her arrangement. After Cardi failed to attend a hearing on Monday, December 3rd, a judge was set to order an arrest warrant if she did not appear later in the week. While prosecutors asked that the artist be held under a 2500 bail, the judge decided to release her sand bail. TMZ reported that she is due in court again in January. 
And MTV has unearthed the first trailer of Lindsay Lohan's upcoming new reality show. It's titled Lindsay Lohan B. Houch, and the show will see the actress running her business venture in uh, Mykonos, uh, Greece, or Mykonos, Greece. Lindsay uh, Lohan's Beach House will feature the host doing whatever it takes to impress Lohan, according to the network. However, when the lines between romance, friendship, and work gets blurred, things get complicated. Lindsay Lohan Beach uh, Club will premiere on January 8, 2019 at 8 p.m. on MTV. And prior to that, Lindsay Lohan Welcome to the Beach Club special is set to air at the same time on the network on New Year's Day. Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to a special Friday edition of That's Entertainment. Uh, If you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome. That's Entertainment has been on BTR for about nine years now. And if if you're wondering why we're broadcasting on Friday, usually we broadcast every Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern here on Blog Talk Radio. But this is a Friday edition. Uh, every now and then I do a Friday show, so uh, I'm glad you're tuning in and I'm glad you're uh, listening to the show. And, again, thank you for your support. Uh, Ice Cube is going to bring back Celebrity Deathmatch to the small screen. Collaborating with MTV Studios, the triple at return of Xander Cage star will take on the role of co-executive producing. He will also lend his voice to the satire show. Celebrity Deathmatch was one of MTV's popular series, described as the naughtiest, most over-the-top gore fest that ever made its past broadcast censors. The original series premiered in 1998 and ended in 2002, airing for 75 episodes. Four years later, it was revived by MTV2 for two more seasons. Its 2006 premiere garnered over 2.5 million viewers, making it one of MTV2's the highest-rated season premieres ever. Uh, Ice Cube New Celebrity Deathmatch is expected to be aired weekly in 2019 and will be made available for a SVOD or premium broadcast partner. It won't be the only MTV popular series to get reboot treatment. Back in June, MTV Studios announced its intention to work on a new Daria, Maid, uh, uh, Ion Flux, and The Real World. And Heather Lockley is continuing her mental illness treatment. The 57-year-old is reported to return to rehab as she now in a inpatient treatment facility after she was previously placed on a 5150 psychi- uh, psychiatric hold. The 57-year-old star will remain in treatment for an indefinite time. However, a source revealed that her family and friends hope Heather will stay in the facility for more than three months. The actress representative refused to comment on the matter. It marks her third stint in rehab this year alone. Sources say it's unlikely she will be released before the two weeks are up, and the plan is for her to enter a facility for more long-term treatment. However, Lockley reportedly wanted to remain at home. Just last month, she was once again put on an involuntary 72-hour psychiatric hold that followed reports of her assaulting boyfriend, Chris uh, Hester. Reports further stated that the TV actress didn't commit a crime, explained that hole was uh, like a precautionary due to her the- uh, therapist's concerns. The, multi- uh, the multiple emotional breakdown made her family really worry about her well-being. Additionally, in February, Heather was arrested for assaulting a police officer. She was allegedly punching a deputy and kicking an M- M- EMT officer. And a premiere screening of a Lifetime forthcoming documentary series titled Surviving R. Kelly in New York City was forced to be evacuated following a phone-in gun threat. The network revealed that several anonymous threats were called in. Although no one was hurt during the gun scare, theater management at Newhouse Madison Square decided to evacuate the building to prevent the worst scenario, and this was according to a spokesperson from the NYPD. It was reported that the unidentified caller threatened uh, threatened that someone inside the theater would start shooting if they insist to continue playing the film. As a precaution, the network chose to evacuate the building. A three-part docuseries, Surviving R. Kelly, follows a number of accusations that had made 
against Kelly in the last few years. It included an allegation which said that the singer recruited very young women into his entourage before increasing levels of control over their diet, their abilities to communicate with the outside world, and controlling every aspect of their lives. Surviving R. Kelly is set to debut on Lifetime on January 2, 2019. And Blake Shelton has signed on to host an all-star tribute to Elvis Presley to celebrate the 50th anniversary of his 1968 comeback special. The late icon returned to live television after seven years and singer presence Elvis on uh, singer's presence. Elvis. Uh, that's supposed to be on uh, December third, nineteen sixty-eight, and Shelton will join other artists in February of two thousand nineteen for the Elvis All Star Tribute Special. The official list of performers will be revealed next year, but it will reportedly include Shawn Mendes, Darius Ruckus, Little Big Town, Adam Lambert, uh, Pitzel Annie, and John Fogarty. It was also co-hosted by Elvis' only child, Lisa Marie Presley, and her actress daughter, Riley uh, Cuff, and featured unique musical pairings like country star Keith Urban and rapper Post Malone, who collaborated on a song. And Jane the Virgin is about to wrap up its story next year, but the CW is apparently not planning to make it the final story of Jane Villanueva. A new report suggests that the network is developing a spinoff to the Gina Rodriguez starring series. Details about the yet untitled spinoff remain scarce, but according to The Hollywood Reporter, it will feature a new cast and follow a storyline from the Jane the Virgin. A source claimed that it will be an anthology with each season based on a fictional novel written by Jane. Rodriguez allegedly is on board to narrate the spinoff. However, it's currently unknown whether she will make an appearance or not. It's also reported that the planned project won't air as a backdoor pilot in the upcoming fifth and final season of Jane the Virgin. And the 76th Annual Golden Globe Awards have revealed its full list of nominations. Announced live from the Belleville Hilton Hotel on Thursday, December 6th, the announcement was made with the help of actor Terry Crews, Leslie Mann, and Christian Slater. They were joined by Golden Globe Ambassador Isan Eba, who happens to be the daughter of Idris Elba. Isan Elba. She's going to be the new uh, Golden Globe Ambassador. She's the daughter of Idris Elba. And, uh, you know, every year they'll pick children from celebrities to be the ambassador. Now, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association president, Mahir Tatna, and Dick Clark Production Executive VP of Television, Barry Alderman, uh, they gave out the list uh, this morning. Uh, this year we see that Black Klansman and Bohemian Rhapsody, If Bill Street Could Talk and A Star Is Born, are vying for the best picture drama category alongside Marvel superhero movie Black Panther, the popular flick Crazy Rich Asians. Meanwhile, it's among the nomination for Best Picture, Comedy, or Musical. The John M. Shue-directed movie is put against The Favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Return, and Vice, the latter of which leads the pack with six nods. And trailing behind Vice are The Favorite, Green Book, and A Star is Born, which gets uh, five apiece. Now, leading actors of A Star is Born, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, they both earned a nomination at the event. Cooper is nominated for Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture Drama alongside William Dafoe at Eternity Gate, Lucas Hedges uh, for Boy Erase, Rami Malik for Bohemian Rhapsody, and John David Washington for Black Klansman. Cooper is also up for Best Director for a motion picture category for his work on the musical drama. And as for Gaga, she snagged a nomination for Best by an Actress in a Motion Picture Drama. FX, The Assassination of Johnny Versace, The American Crime Story, meanwhile leads the TV nomination with four. And Hailing from Ryan Murphy, the anthology series is nominated for Best Television Limited Series or Motion Picture Made for Television and Best Performance by an Actor in a Limited Series or Motion Picture Made for Television for Emmy-winning actor Darren Criss. Uh, he's all. It was also earned a nomination for Igor Ramirez and Penelope Cruz, who play Versace siblings on the series. 
Homecoming and Bodyguard tied with three nominations each, joined the Americans, Pot, uh, Pose, and Killing Eve. The two are fighting each other for Best Television Series, Drama Category, Best Television Series, Musical, or Comedy. Meanwhile, the list of Barry, Kidding, The Good Place, the, the Kaminsky Method, and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel as the nominees. The 2019 Golden Globe Awards will take place at the Beverly Hilton Hotel and air on NBC on Sunday, January 6, 2019. Grey's Anatomy alum Sarah O oh and Brooklyn Nine-Nine star Andy Samberg have been tapped to host the upcoming ceremony. And Aquafina is slowly becoming a name to reckon with in the Hollywood, following her buzz about performance in Crazy Rich Asian. She is now eyed to star in one of the potential blockbuster movies, and according to Collider, the Neighbor 2 Sorority Rising star is at the top of Sony's list for a new 21 Jump Street movie. The site claimed that executives at the studios are fans of the actress, and she's also considered for supporting role in Sony's Jamaji 3. While her involvement in the female-driven reboot of 21 Jump Street is still unconfirmed, Aquafina may join a big comedy star in the upcoming movie. Still in the same report, it is said that Tiffany Haddish has been in talks to take on one of the lead roles in the 21 Jump Street reboot. Words are, instead of uh, posing as a student like the plot of the previous Jump Street movie, the Girl Trip star character is going to go undercover as a teacher with a fellow undercover cop posing as her daughter and a student. And after making her film breakthrough in 2017's Girl Trip, Haddish has starred in a number of comedy movies, including Night School and Nobody's Food, which was both released this year. She also landed a part in the Lego Movie 2, the second part, and the Secret Life of Pets 2. And as for Aquafina, uh, she uh, she stole the attention with her portrayal of uh, Goth Pink Ling in this year's hit Crazy Rich Asian. She previously joined the all-star cast of Ocean 8 and will lend her voice to a character in the Angry Birds movie, too. She's additionally set to star in the self-titled sitcom. The half-hour comedy series has been picked up by Comedy Central for a 10-episode first season. It will follow the actress, writer, rapper, a 20-something woman who lives in Queens, and she is striving for a larger-than-life existence while living with her father and grandmother. Uh, Coming up in the uh, next half-hour... Um, we have the also the complete nominated list for the upcoming 61st Annual Grammy Awards. They have been revealed, and I'll tell you who's been nominated. Also, uh, Justin Timberlake has been forced to postpone the rest of his 2018 tour. I'll tell you more about it. And uh, for people who like to listen to uh, holiday mo- uh, songs, uh, a holiday, uh, or watch holiday movies. Well, you know the song "Baby It's Cold Outside." Well, it's been banned, and I'll tell you why. A radio station in Cleveland has decided to ban it, and other radio stations. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour. So don't go anywhere. <laughs>
You became a house hunting ace, learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Right now we have uh, 30 minutes left remaining in the show. Um, We had some technical difficulties with the music. Uh, That was Ella May and Sauce from her new album, and uh right before we went to the break i was telling you about the uh about justin timberlake um he's been, apparently has been forced to postpone the rest of his 2018 tour date over his ongoing vocal problems his uh, ongoing vocal cord problems uh apparently uh he has postponed a string of dates on his man of the wood world due to bruised vocal cords since the end of October, and shortly after it was announced that his show in uh, Oakland, California, on uh, Wednesday, December 5th, had been rescheduled. Justin took the Instagram to post a note to fans explaining that he had been advised to avoid performing until the new year. The singer uh, problems first emerged in late of October when he had to scrap a show at Madison Square Garden in New York, informing fans that his vocal cords were severely bruised. He has since postponed shows in Buffalo, Tacoma, Los Angeles, Phoenix, Las Vegas, Fresno, Portland, and Oakland. The postponed date has been rescheduled across January and February of 2019. The tour is currently set to resume in Washington, D.C. on January 4th. And the complete nomination list for the upcoming 61st Annual Grammy Awards has been revealed. It was announced live on CBS This Morning and Apple Music that the announcements for major categories were made with the help of singer Alicia Cara, Shawn Mendes, Janelle Monet, as well as Zane Lowe of Beats One. This year we see Cardi B and Drake each scoring a nomination for the biggest honor album of the year with their respective albums, Evasion of Privacy and Scorpion, also battling out with the rapper in the category category are Brandy, Charlie, By the Way, I Forgive You, Post Malone, Beer Bungs and Bentley, Janelle Monet, Dirty Computer, as well as Kendrick Lamar curated Black Panther soundtrack album. Notably missing for the category is Taylor Swift record-breaking album Reputation. In Record of the Year category, Cardi and Drake were once again set to battle it out after their respective songs, I Like It and God Plan, make it to the list. They will battle the likes of Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, This Is America, and Lady Gaga collaboration with Bradley Cooper and Shallow. And helping announce the major nominations that day, Sean was overwhelmed after knowing that he scored a Grammy nomination with In My Blood. The track is up for a Song of the Year category, getting pitted against the likes of Ella May, Boo Up, This Is America, and more. Meanwhile, stars who made it to the Best New Artist category include Luke Combs, uh, Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa, Georgia Smith, and Bibi Rexa. Other stars who also scored a nomination for the upcoming event are Casey Musgrave, uh, Kelsey Ballerini, Camilla Cabello, and Ariana Grande, among others. On the other hand, Kendrick leads the nominee, uh, nomination uh, with eight nods, followed by Drake with seven nods. The winners from all categories will be announced at the live ceremony on February 10, 2019, at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. And for the full nomination list, fans can visit the official Grammy website. 
And Ariana Grande was presented with the Woman of the Year Award at the 2018 Billboard Women in Music, which was held in New York City last night. After an introduction from Patti LaBelle, she took to the stage to accept the trophy. Holding back her tears, the singer explained how the award was special to her, considering that this had been one of the best years in her career and one of the, uh, the worst years in her life. She then went on to explain how interesting it was to receive the awards and she felt people who were present presenting uh, with the honor was an artist that could be at her peak and reaching her. Uh, at one point, it looked like Ariana couldn't hold back her tears any longer, so she quickly, like, fanned herself and hoped the tears would dry up. And prior to accepting the award, Ariana graced the stage to deliver a rendition of her record-breaking single, Thank You, Next. After performing at the event was Casey Musgrave, who entertained the audience with a performance of Butterfly off her latest album, Golden Hour. Billboard Women in Music recognized women in music industry who have made significant contributions to the business and who, through their work and continued success, inspired generations of women to take on increasing responsibilities within the field. Besides Ariana, this year's event also honored the likes of Haley Kiyoko and SZA, among others. And uh, rapper Post Malone will hit the stage alongside Aerosmith at the Bud Light Super Bowl Music Festival next year, or the or I should say the Bud Light Super Bowl Music Fest next year. Uh, the rock star hitmaker and the band performed together at the 2018 MTV Video Music Awards in August and will reunite at the State Farm Arena on February 1st, and this is all according to Billboard. Bruno Mars, Cardi B, Migos, and Ludacris will also perform during the three-day musical festival, which kicks off on January 31st. And for people who love to listen to Baby It's Cold Outside during the holiday season, it looks like you won't be able to hear it on the radio anymore. The Christmas classic has been pulled from a Cleveland radio station with many other stations across the country following after listeners complained about its up uh, inappropriate lyrics. Uh, that's right. Um, Many have dimmed the lyrics of the song Problematic as it tells the story of a man pulling out all the stops to try to get female companions to stay the night. Some even called it a date rape anthem due to the what's in the drink line. They thought that the man might have be, might put something in her drink to make her stay the night despite her refusal. However, not a few were angered by the station decision to pull away. Baby is cold aside from its holiday playlist. A lot of people took to Twitter to express their concerns about the decision, deeming it ridiculous. One user tweeted, this is so ridiculous, it's a song, it's a poem, open to interpretation, this is getting out of control, sensitive babies. Baby is Cold Outside was penned by Frank Lozer in 1944 as a duet for him to sing with his wife at, uh, as, at parties. The duet had become a holiday classic ever since with popular songs, uh, stars such as Dolly Parton, Rod Stewart, as well as Michael Bublé and Idina Menzel covering it. You know, it's funny because now um, uh, songs like this, you know, again, we're going back to that Me Too movement where things that were okay back in the day are not okay now. It's not acceptable anymore. Um, there was also a a teacher that I heard was uh, who wanted to ban candy canes because she said that it looked like an uh, upside down J or looked like a J for Jesus, so that it the the religious. She said that the candy cane stands for some some religious undertones. Which is kind of absurd because I'm like, where are people getting this idea? Where are they coming up with this? Um, so now they're saying that they're not going to play this uh, song because um, if you guys ever saw the movie, there's a scene where the guy is preventing the woman from leaving. Where the, the I'm sorry, where the uh, the guy is preventing the woman from leaving his house. So um, yeah, that's just one of many. Just one of many. Uh, 
people no longer want to watch uh, Maroon 5 perform at the Super Bowl halftime show anymore. Uh, More than a half a million people have rallied to get this to have SpongeBob SquarePants iconic song Sweet Victory played at the upcoming game. The petition is posted on change.org. It was posted by Israel Kalunga along with the headline, Have Sweet Victory Performed at the Super Bowl. Now, addressed to uh, the NFL and Nickelodeon, the message read, quote, as some of you may or may not know, Stephen Hellenberg, the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants, has passed away recently, and as a tribute to his legacy, his contribution to a generation of children, and to truly showcase the greatness of this song, we call for Sweet Victory to be performed at the halftime show. Now, the petition also got a, a boost from uh, Bob Kulik, a Grammy-winning producer who worked on the song for the episode. Now, for those who need a refresher, Sweet Victory was played in a season two episode called Band Geeks, in which Squidward enlisted the help of his fellow Bikini Bomb residents to form a marching band after he lied to his former high school colleague. After several failed practices, the marching band stunned both Squidward, his friend, and other Bubble Bowl attendees when they performed the song flawlessly. Now, Stephen Hellenberg passed away on Monday, November 26, following a battle with ALS. He was 57. Nickelodeon confirmed that the sad news in the statement expressing their deepest con- uh, condolences. And people know, uh, they uh, also said that, uh, you know, I was telling you last week that uh, there's a lot of pressure for Maroon 5 to not perform at the Super Bowl. Uh, you remember uh, they had first asked Rihanna, they had first asked Ping, they turned it down uh, in support of Colin Kaepernick's protest against police brutality, and Amy Schumer was supposed to do her comedy routine. She also banned the NFL. And uh, she was the one that actually put it out there that Maroon 5, wouldn't it be nice that Maroon 5 would not do the gig? So uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Justin Bieber has reportedly spent months working on his new album. The singer, who's uh, now 24, recently posted a video of a little girl speculating that Justin had quit music to focus on his family life and his new wife, Haley Baldwin. According to The Blast, the sorry hitmaker has been locked in the studio multiple times over the last few months while planning his engagement and marriage with wife Haley. A source told the website that Justin has spent a significant amount of time in the studio traveling back and forth between Los Angeles and Canada and has been recording everywhere. The source told The Blast that the singer will also include his newfound spirituality in the song on his album. Now, Justin's last studio album, Purpose, was released in 2015. And even though there was a lot of young, world-class artists who had a large number of dedicated fans, U2 is apparently still loved by many. The Irish Rocks Band has been named the biggest moneymaker in music industry this year, and that's according to Forbes. The veteran band had ranked, uh, racked in like a ranked in about a whopping 118 million within a year, largely thanks to their recently wrapped Joshua Tree tour. The track grossed 316 million, becoming not only their most lucrative tour ever, but also the highest-grossing tour of the year. And in addition, their follow-up tour and their 14 studio album Songs of Experience helped the band earn that much of money this year. Now, trailing behind you too is another British act, Coldplay, with another uh, with the earnings of 115.5 million. Much of the band income comes from their uh, Head Full of Dream tour, which grossed more than half a billion dollars in its two years, five continent run as well. And while the the band managed to top this year's list due to their uh, their successful tour, it wasn't the case for Ed Sheeran. Landing on third place, the redhead earned $110 million largely thanks to his billions of streams. And rounding out the top five was Bruno Mars and uh, Katy Perry. The Uptown Funk hitmaker took to the fourth spot after ranking in $100 million, while the teenage songstress was ranked fifth with $83 million. And even though she didn't real manage, she didn't manage to top this year highest paid musician list. She did rule this year highest paid woman or women in music. 
And Taylor Swift came in sixth place with $80 million as Jay-Z followed closely behind in seventh place with $76.5 million. On the other hand, Guns N' Roses snapped eighth spot with $71 million. Roger Walters and, I'm sorry, Walters. And Sean P. Diddy Combe rounded out the top ten with their earnings of $68 million and $64 million, respectively. All in all, the ten highest-paid musicians pulled in a total of $886 million. Wow. That's a lot. And hip-hop star Two Chain and DJ Mustard, they have been named in a copyright infringement lawsuit regarding their 2014 collaboration with rising singer uh, Tef Lee. The three artists joined forces for 24 hours, which became a big hit online, but now the singer has become the subject of a larger battle and of a legal battle. And after the songwriters behind musicians like Robin S., House Tune, Back It Up, took issue with the melody of the rap track. The three artists joined forces for 24 hours, which became a big hit online, but now the single has become the subject of a legal battle after the songwriter behind the musician, Robin S. House, tune Back It Up, took issue with the melody of the rap track. And in court papers attained by TMZ, the plaintiff claimed that 24 hours is a ripoff of the up-tempo beat used on the 1990 song, which they allege was simply slowed down on tweaked for uh, Tiffley. Uh, they are demanding over $10 million in damages. Uh, right now, uh, we have here uh, 15 minutes left remaining in the show. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take another break. And uh, when I come back, I'm going to give you the remaining uh, stories of the day. So uh, don't you go anywhere. So my uncle calls and he says he's dizzy and he's losing his balance. So I'm like, oh, do you want me to take you to a doctor? He's like, no, I'm going to look up the symptoms. I said, your symptoms are you're dizzy and you're losing your balance. So he said, I can't get on the Internet because my arm is numb. I said, well, use your good arm and dial 911. Stroke's no joke. Dial 911. I'm lost is brain lost. Seriously, dial 911. Visit strokesnojoke.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Right now we have uh, 12 minutes left remaining in the show. Uh, For my last remaining story of the day, uh, apparently when Meek Mills dropped his album Championship uh, on Thursday, November 29th, it didn't take too long for the record to make headlines due to his star-studded guest features. And among them was Jay-Z, who collaborated with the Philly native on track What's Free with Rick Ross. The Empire State of Mind hitmaker verse on the song particularly caught people's interest as he name-dropped Kanye West, who once had a feud with him. And listening to the song, many were certain that Jay was taking shots as a stronger rapper for supporting Donald Trump. Uh, As more people talked about how Jay might have reunited his feud with Kanye, he eventually clarified the real meaning behind his verse on the song, explaining that he wasn't dissing his fellow rapper. And breaking his social media silence on Friday, November 30th, he tweeted, quote, The line clearly meant, don't pit me against my brother, no matter what our differences are. Now go pick up Meek's uh, album, Drake and Meek's on there together, unquote. Kanye himself had uh, responded to the song Cry Spitter, simply commenting on Throne 2 along with a uh, shrug emoji. Jay and Kanye's relationship had been uh, tumultuous for a while, though the former previous said that he'd been backing on speaking terms with the Yeezy founder. He said it's just 
that there are certain things that happen that not really that that's not really acceptable to him, and they just need to speak about it. But there's genuinely genuinely love there, he said. So, and uh, activists are urging the Black Eyed Peas and Enrique Iglesias to cancel plans to perform in Saudi Arabia in December as part of a protest against the nation's human rights abuse. Official at the Human Rights Foundation had called on the two acts and Jason Derulo and David Guetta to call off concert at an upcoming music festival following the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Now, a high-ranking official has been implicating in the death of the newsman, and activists around the world are demanding an answer from Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Now, um, the... HRH bosses insisted in the wrong time for Western pop stars to perform at Saudi Arabia. The Black Eyed Peas, Inglacius, I'm sorry, Inglacius, Derulo, One Pop Republic, and Guetta are set to perform at the Saudi Adria and Doria Eprix. Yeah. Well, uh,. Um, unfortunately, the show is cut short today. Um, I'd like to thank everyone who tuned in this afternoon on the special Friday edition of That's Entertainment. And I want to apologize for my technical difficulties on the show. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook. Uh, just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's Entertainment Radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also uh, follow me at Stiletto Fourteen, and you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gives. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host. Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great weekend. Make sure you stay warm and safe, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.